Amen. Thank you, worship team. We really appreciate you guys and all of our tech crew. You guys are the best, and we're so thankful for you. And I am thankful to be here this morning. I feel honored and blessed to be able to join all of you in worship today, and um, a little nervous too, so bear with me. <laughs> I'd like to start out by reading Proverbs chapter 4 with you. Listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and gain understanding. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. For I too was a son to my father, still tender and cherished by my mother. Then he taught me and he said to me, take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands and you will live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Cherish her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. Listen, my son. Accept what I say and the years of your life will be many. I instruct you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evildoers. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn from it and go on your way for they cannot rest until they do evil. They are robbed of sleep till they make someone stumble. They eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. The path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep corrupt talk from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet, and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. The verse that really stands out to me when I read through this, there's so many good ones, but this one really has been standing out to me lately. Verse 12. In the NIV version, it reads, When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. And in the Hebrew version, it reads, as thou goest, thy way shall be opened up step by step before thee. Step by step. God opens the way for us. As we rely on his instruction, he leads us forward day by day, moment by moment. God doesn't say to us, he doesn't say, your whole future will be known and you will have no problems, you'll never struggle. That's not what he says. He doesn't tell us, 
Here's a perfect prayer. Say this, and you'll never make mistakes again, and you'll never struggle again. That's not his message to us. But God does say, listen, and I will guide you. I will not forsake you. I have good things planned for you. And he tells this to us over and over again through the Bible. He tells us of his good plans for us. Even while his people are in exile, he brings good things to them, and he speaks to them, and he leads them forward. They were in exile in Babylon, and he spoke to them through the prophet Jeremiah to reassure them and to make clear his promises to them again. I'd like to read with you Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 10 through 14. And Jeremiah is speaking for the Lord here. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me, and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. We all want certainty and security in our lives. We want to know what's coming next. We want to know that there won't be any surprises and that whatever happens, we have the finances, the strength, the resources to deal with it. And sometimes we think that we can find that certainty and that security in material wealth or in just pleasant circumstances. But with or without wealth and with or without special circumstances, good circumstances, we still have struggles. We still have hardship. That's just part of life. And God has told us we will have that. We all know good people who are facing difficult circumstances today. You know, immediately right now we think of the pandemic, COVID, people losing jobs, people getting very sick, losing loved ones, and not being able to be with them in their last days. Not being able to go and rush to the side of your father or your mother because of fear of spreading infection to other people. Isolation. Honestly, even, with, even without COVID, a lot of our struggles and our hardships would still happen. We still struggle. Life just isn't perfect. But God walks beside us, and he carries us along. He carries our burdens, and he lifts our heart when we focus on him and when we listen to his instructions. In Proverbs 4, verse 18, it says, The path of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. Isn't that beautiful? If you've ever watched the sunrise, then you know what that means. Complete darkness, and then just a glimmer of light begins in the distance, and it increases and increases and increases 
until you can see all around and look down the road and see the mountaintops. And prior to that, you could maybe only see a foot in front of you. And that's what God's path is like. He brings the light and he focuses it where it needs to be. He doesn't promise us that we'll be seeing everything all the time, full light, every direction. But he does promise to lead us and he does promise to be with us and to open the path step by step. Even when we're in exile, even when we're in the midst of a pandemic, even when we're awaiting full rights and full recognition for all people in this world, step by step, he's leading us forward and we're seeing change. It's not fast enough, it's not what we want, but it's coming and God is in control of that. And we need to continue to rely on him for that. Step by step, day by day, moment by moment, God shines the light and he opens the way for us. If we continue to turn our hearts to him and give our desires over to him, he will take them and he will gently correct them. He will gently help us to focus on what he sees and what he knows is the next best step for us. And he leads us forward. Opening the way does not mean all of our problems are solved instantly. Looking back to another Bible example, in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13, the prophet Samuel is led by God to anoint a shepherd boy as the next chosen king of Israel. And I'd like to read that verse with you. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Ramah. David was a shepherd boy, not recognized by people, not even recognized much by his own family. He wasn't brought forward when Samuel came looking to find the next king. It wasn't until Samuel said, is there one more? Is there, is, do you have another son? <laughs> and then they brought David forward out of the fields and God spoke to Samuel and said, this is the one. This is the one. Not the one that the people would have chosen. Not the one that his own family would have chosen at that time. So that happened. But 20 years, about 20 years would pass before the rest of the world would recognize David as king. Many events took place, including a period of time where David was being hunted, literally hiding for his life, literally running from men who were trying to kill him. God's anointed, and he was running and hiding. I think, as surprising as that sounds sometimes, I think we can take comfort in that, because he knew, and we can know, that God is with us, no matter how difficult the circumstance. So 20 years later, David is actually appointed and recognized by all the tribes and all the elders as God's anointed king. And I'd like to read 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 1 through 4. So it's about 20 years and about 20 chapters later. <laughs> all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and said, We are your own flesh and blood. In the past, while Saul was king over us, you were the one who led Israel on their military campaigns. And the Lord said to you, you will shepherd my people Israel, and you will become their ruler. When all the elders of Israel had come to King David at Hebron, 
the king made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord. And they anointed David king over Israel. David was 30 years old when he became king, and he reigned 40 years. So I think we can also recognize that God promises us good things, and God will lead us forward, and God will open the way for us. But I think we can look back and recognize in David's life and in other Bible characters such as Paul, who lived in, who spoke out for God all the time, and then he spent the remainder of his life in prison, and he didn't stop. He didn't stop teaching. He didn't stop sharing God's love and God's grace. From that, we can learn what we can do. We can trust. We can trust God's instruction, follow his teaching, and listen to his Holy Spirit. We're not alone, and we don't need to know the future. We just need to step out in faith. And when we step out in faith, God will do the rest. He will lead us to the next step, and then the next step, and the one after that. And each step will be revealed in his perfect timing. What can we do while we're waiting in exile? What are we able to do? We can trust his instruction. We can pray. We can meditate on his promises. And we can count the blessings that he's already given us in our lives. And I think it's important while we're counting our blessings to look back and pay special attention to the blessings that came in the midst of difficulty. I think those are a special gift from God to let us know that he is with us, regardless of the hardship, regardless of the struggle that's happening in our lives and to those around us, or even if we feel like we're the only ones struggling. <laughs> God speaks to us, and he does give us special blessings in those times. We just have to open our eyes, and sometimes we have to ask him to help us see that. Do you feel alone today? Do you feel lost or trapped in your circumstances? I really want to encourage you, reach out. Get in touch with a brother or sister. Let them share your burden and let them lift you up and encourage you. Encourage each other. Share God's love and grace with each other. Pray together and listen for the leading of his spirit. And if you can't think of anyone that you could pray with, contact Brian. Contact our church leaders. You can go on our website and find contact information at glendale.church. You do not have to be alone, and you're not alone. God is with you already. Go with God in grace and step forward one step at a time. This coming, this day and this week, go forward in grace and peace.